0: Hi, this is Sal Mayorana. Your Buffalo Bills Breakdown is coming right up after this message from our sponsor, Rochester Flooring, Kitchen, and Bath. We felt that we needed to grow in diversifying the kitchen and bath. We've been a carpet and flooring specialist for
1: many, many years. The addition of the kitchen and bath division has been a great addition.
0: You know, we're the doctor of flooring and remodeling, and we want to prescribe the right product for you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Buffalo Bills Breakdown, sponsored by Rochester Flooring, Kitchen, and Bath. I'm Sal with Leo Roth, and uh, we are getting down to the nitty-gritty. Leo, Week 15, and the Bills have, again, their biggest game of the year. Every one of them now is going to be their biggest game of the year, at least until they clinch a playoff berth. Right. And they've got the Steelers on Sunday night football. The Bills' first appearance on the game's biggest stage, as far as I'm concerned, at least weekly, is the Sunday night window. Uh, since 2007, a memorable 56-10 loss to the Patriots, by the way. Hopefully, this one won't go quite like that. I don't think it will. What do you think?
1: Well, you know, if they don't win, Sal, the, I'm going to tell you what the collars are going to get really tight. And yep. They're going to be, <laughs> they're going to be uh, uh, really uh, feeling it going into uh, Foxborough to face the Patriots. So, yesterday in the locker room uh, in snowy Buffalo, they were just—I uh, mean, the theme was they—they kind of, without saying it, you know, they're still sticking with that. One game at a time theme. If we win this, if we win our next one, whatever has to take place takes care of itself. And it's true they they win and they're in, and they have to they have to go down there and play their best football game of the season. Um, they did, uh, you know, this the theme here. Self has been kind of hey, they played the Patriots tough, and they played uh, Philly tough, and they played uh, um, the Ravens tough. Well, but they didn't, they didn't win any of those games. And, right. and this is the time now to really show they belong in that. Um, elite level because uh you know Sean McDermott was pretty blunt about it yesterday saying that uh you know the you know 19 you know t- 2017 was the time to for moral victories and for saying uh, we're really changing the culture you know you're year, year 3 and he 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 believes that uh, he called it a you know I love Sean. he he called it uh, we're we're complete with our transformative mindset <laughs> So whatever whatever you want to read into that is, uh, he,
0: I'm not quite sure what to read into. Basically that. Basically, it
1: means that we, you know, this is my uh, this is my take on it, is that it, it means that they've gone from uh, ho- the bills have gone from hoping to win to expecting to win. Right.
0: Any, well, and so there they you go. they should be at that point. They they've been that way really all year um, since those first two games that went into New York and kind of set the tone for the whole season. Now the problem is though, Leo. I mean, we've talked about this all year. They really have not beaten outside of Dallas. And I'm not even sure you can consider Dallas a quality opponent the way they've kind of fallen apart. They really have not beaten anybody yeah. of substance. They've piled up these nine wins, and now they've faced this, which basically is a gauntlet at the end of the year. It started with Dallas, and they got past that. But now Baltimore maybe the hottest team in the league, and now they're playing the Steelers, who, quite frankly, might be the second hottest team, I mean, given that they've won seven out of eight yeah. games, and they've got to go on the road to do this in a game that's been flexed into the national... TV window, they to me Leo. They need one more win, and it is going to be a battle to get it. I am still not confident that they're not going to go into week 17 needing to win that game to get there. Because these next yeah. two games are going to be brutally difficult.
1: Well, they're playing two really good defenses, and the issue in Buffalo right now is not defense; it's offense. Right, um, Josh Allen, and, and it's not to it's not to rip on Josh Allen, but he's a young quarterback, and and he continues to show. How young he is! Last last week he played just horribly for three quarters of that football game, and uh, you know, albeit against a very good defense, but this is what he's going to see again—a really good Steelers defense that, in many ways, is better. Uh, they lead the league in sacks and takeaways, and stingy on points, and you know, ten first-round draft picks or something on that on that defensive lo- uh, defensive unit. Um, it's a really good defense, and worst off is that. He won't have the crowd uh, uh, noise on his side. No. He's going to be going down into one of the toughest plays to play on a, on a nighttime stage as well. It's going to be – this is a really, really big test for Josh Allen. Now, to his credit, he's always bounced back. You know Bills haven't lost two games in a row, so. Know, so ba-
0: they have been able to bounce back after their losses. Um, it was funny. We were talking on the radio just a little while ago. I didn't realize this, I guess, because they had beaten Pittsburgh in a playoff game in 93, if you recall. That was when Kelly was hurt yes. right after the greatest comeback. They beat him down there. They haven't won a regular season game in, 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 in Pittsburgh since 1975. Wow. They beat him in Week mm-hmm. 2. O.J. ran for like 220-something yards. They have, I, I couldn't believe that when we were talking about it. I thought somewhere along the way they would have gotten one. But whenever they've yeah. beaten mm-hmm. them, it's been in Buffalo. So they haven't won down there in 40-some years. So this will be a good time to break that streak because, like I said, Leo, they need to get this taken care of. The heat is going to start rising if, you know, they, they were 9-3 and two weeks ago, and if all of a sudden they're 9-5 and and they have to go to the House of Horrors next week against the Patriots where they really never win when Brady is on the field for the whole game. Now you're looking at a three-game losing streak potentially, and it really oh, no. gets turned up. So this is the game you're playing against Devlin Hodges, for crying out loud. They should be able to do, I would think, to do enough on offense to beat this team. I don't think Pittsburgh will be able to do much of anything on offense. They are getting mm-hmm. two good players back, James Conner, the running back, and Juju Schuster, their best receiver. They've both been out for a while. They're both expected to play, so that's going to help the Steelers, but you look at the Steelers numbers, Leo, with Mason Rudolph and now this guy Hodges mm-hmm. at quarterback, they've done nothing. I mean we, we complain about the Bills offense being kind of anemic oh, at no. times. Oh my god, this Steelers team but does nothing but because yeah. of their defense they have an excuse. they're always they, in
1: they have an excuse. They it. They have an excuse. They lost Ben Rothley. Well, I know, not to mention Levi M. Brown and, and Antonio Brown. Yeah, and and, and um you know, we we, we we rag on the Bills for not beating anybody, but the Steelers really haven't beaten anyone either. They get to play in a division with Cleveland and Cincinnati.
0: Um, well, Cleveland's no stout. They, they, no, they, they, they beat, beat the Bills. <laughs> um, Cleveland did beat the Browns. Yeah, so,
1: but, you know, I guess I'm looking at their schedule. They've, they, I think they've won, you know, in this winning streak of theirs, they have like six or seven uh, wins by a touchdown or less. So, I mean, this, this team does know how to win. Yes. They are incredibly coached. Mike Tomlin, obviously one of the best. Uh, we, we got to talk to him yesterday. He's just a, um, just, just. You know, it's the old thing and I've, and a big theme yesterday was uh, obviously uh, uh, Sean McDermott and Mike Tomlin are old college teammates um, and, and they learned under uh, uh, Jimmy Laycock at William and Mary, which is one of the old historic, second oldest football program next to Harvard. The
0: former Marv Levy. Haunt yeah. Right. So it's kind of, um, and
1: they learned this, uh, this uh, do it the right way blueprint is what they call it. And um, it's boring. It's, 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 it's fun to poke fun about uh, at the process and all that stuff. But this is what they do. They're really, you know, Sean McDermott wants to do what Mike Tomlin has accomplished down in, uh, down in Pittsburgh. And that's being consistent with his message, consistent with his plan, consistent with everything. You know, I'm, I asked Tomlin specifically, I mean, when, when Ben Roethlisberger went down, what was the message to the team? He says, I had no message. Yeah, <laughs> I, move just, on. I just stayed with what we always do. We play. We play with the players we have, and we give them uh, a game plan that's going to help them win the game.
0: I love the. Uh, I love the simple
1: uh, football do it, and they do it. It's.
0: I love McDermott's yeah. little subtle uh, comment yesterday about how you know asked how to de- why, he described why the Steelers have had such sustained success, and he said because Tomlin and the general manager have been given the opportunity to build this thing the right way. It's almost <laughs> like telling the Pagoulas, you know, stop changing don't, coaches and GMs. Give me a chance to it up. build this thing. And maybe we can get to where they are at some well, point. Well, he's, he's absolutely right.
1: I mean, I, I mean, if you want to model uh, some a program, I mean, the Steelers are certainly a, a nice one to pick. Now, we've been down this road before, of course, with Tom Donahoe in the early 2000s, and they were going to build a program in the image. But unfortunately, Tom Donahoe could never get the quarterback.
0: Well, nor and he didn't pick the right head coaches. either and he never got my <laughs> second point. He coach never got head coach, coach and quarterback exactly.
1: So he started that churning every. Every three years, he fired uh, he fired uh, Greg Williams, and then it was it only went two with Malarkey there, and and all that other stuff. So, yeah, you got to get you you got to keep you got to pick the right guys, and you got to keep them together. Exactly. And uh, and maybe in, in Buffalo here, I mean, uh, uh, you know, the marriage of uh, Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean, maybe um, certainly, you I mean it's pretty hard to argue with the results to this point. If they're on the they're on the cusp of uh, Going two to playoffs. two playoffs in three years. Maybe they got something going here, and again it'll all go back to did they get the right quarterback, and that would be Josh Allen. And so this is just a huge, huge stage for Josh. I mean, he was hey he was terrific on uh, on, was. Uh, on Thanksgiving Day. Um, and what was weird
0: sh- is that I really thought that Dallas defense mm-hmm. was going to give him problems. Yeah, They've absolutely. They've got a lot of talented guys on that defense, and for whatever reason, the Bills had a great game plan that day. Josh Allen played I think probably his best game. Wow, well, I take that back. He was better. Um, what was it, the previous week before Baltimore, whatever? No, that was, yeah, the, the Denver, Cowboys game. Denver? No, the Cowboys game. That was his best game. Denver. 19 to 24 that day. The Bills moved the ball. They were in the no huddle. It was a great day for him. And they oh, really, th- that, was their, that was their biggest moment of the year. Uh, again, though, against a, a defense that I thought is, was probably not as. I didn't think they were going to be like that. I thought Dallas would be better than that. There's not going to yeah. be any, any There's not going well, the, to be
1: doubt. I think the Ravens' defense is better than Dallas, and, and this, this Pittsburgh this defense, defense is better than the Ravens. This almost. defense so, is better than the Ravens. Yes, that's the now, reason part. Yeah. Of it. Now, and, and New England, their defense is 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 number one in points and yards. I don't know how they're doing it. They're they're well, and they're also doing it against a schedule very similar to Buffalo's. Yeah. They're on a two game slide here too. You know, the New England, you know, they're going to be they're not going to be they're not, not going to be catching if, they, if it comes down to that New England game again. If they lose this one. They're not they're not gonna be catching New England with resting oh, Brady and no. they got things sewed up. They, they're, in the, they're in the fight of their lives down there and Brady's in the fight of his uh, uh, his Swan Song
0: season. They're, they're trying to hang on to a first round bye. I mean, yeah. Right now so, they're in that position, yeah. but they lost to both Houston and Kansas City. If they were to slip up, they could get out they could yeah. fall out of that first round bye, which would be so nice. So back to they this game, to so if You're play. talking
1: you made the point earlier, is that yes, now they, they offensive you know the big difference in this game? Hey, two good defenses. The Bills have the edge offensively, but can they do it on the road in, in a really hard place to win?
0: Well, and they have done it on the road. They've won five out of six. They've yeah, actually been better one. on yep. the road than they have at home, quite frankly. So I think they can do yeah. it. I, I, we talked about the Ravens defense being, I said it last week, and the Lamar Jackson got all the headlines, but this defense is going to be a bear for the Bills, and it certainly was. I think this defense they're playing this week is even better than the Baltimore's. Lead the league in sacks. Lead the league in turnovers. They're top five or six. In all the other categories that we look at, points allowed, yards allowed, all that stuff, really, really good unit. And this is why this is why the Steelers are where they are. This team is eight and five with, with one of the worst offenses in of football. If you look at their numbers, Leo, it's I mean and no, again, I they they've been missing some people clearly. Roethlisberger number one, but this team does nothing on offense. Devlin Hodges has been a fun story yeah. because he's the duck call guy and he's won his first three NFL starts. But he hasn't exactly been lighting it up. It's not like he's... You know Deshaun Watson out yeah. there. He's been pretty but, average But as but as opposed mediocre.
1: to Mason Rudolph, he's 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 he's, Way he's, than he's, he's playing clean football. He's that not was the worst thing that not, could happen to the bills. Not turning it over. Yeah, that. Mason Rudolph
0: getting benched was a bad thing for the bills. Yeah, that guy stinks.
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't. I'm not impressed with with Rudolph, yeah. especially after the Miles Garrett fiasco. But even, but
0: even still, this is Devlin Hodges for crying out. He played. At, I know that didn't even play at a at a, a, a division. Well, he played at the whatever the FCS Sam- level. What's called Samford. Yeah, Samford. So it's not even a Division One college, you know, there's been stories like this through the NFL, but very rarely at quarterback has a guy like that come in and had a great career. He's on a nice little run right now because again, he's playing with this great defense, but you made the point. Buffalo's offense is better than Pittsburgh's. The Bills have to go in there and make a few plays against a really good defense. And if they do that and play relatively clean, don't cough it up like they did last week at their own 25 yard line, which cost them a touchdown. They do that They can win the game. There's no excuse not to win this game because of the ones, these next two games, this is the one they got to get because I don't think they're going to New England. I never think they're going there to win, (laughs) and I will never pick the Bills ever, ever, ever until Belichick and Brady are gone to win a game there. So they better get it done Sunday.
1: You you, you certainly have history
0: on your
1: your side. Yeah, you think?
0: They beat Jacoby Brissett, and they beat... uh, Brady played a half. Brady played a half, and that game, and the game meant nothing to the Patriots. Yeah, I don't yeah. count those as victories for the Bills.
1: I, uh, you know, they go into their cell in Pittsburgh. I
0: mean, like I, like we started off with, they.
1: I, I believe me, the collars will be really tight if they lose this game, and they are, like you said, and if it comes down to that Jets game at home, with the last game to get in. I'm mean, gonna tell you what it's.
0: Uh, We've seen that road. Show the before. Jets are
1: the Jets are um, dangerous. They have nothing to lose. They're gonna come in here. It could happen. Absolutely. It could happen. And then you're looking at, oh, boy, what you, the you hell happened? You and I
0: have seen it happen. Yeah. When they, when they lost to the Steelers that year, it's the game that no Bills fan will ever forget. And, you know, I hate to bring it up, but it's very possible that if they do get on a three-game, and we're jumping ahead here, I know. Oh, I But know. if they get on a three-game losing streak and they have to win that Jets game, you know the Jets are going to come in here loaded for bear. They're, they would love Remember a few years the Bill. ago, the Bills, the, Bills screwed, out. <laughs> the Bills screwed the Jets in the last game yeah. of the year. They would Fitz's love to. Year. They would. Nobody's left from that team probably, but they would love to turn that around. So the Bills have got to get it done this week. Um, Josh Allen, what do you make, Leo, of his, his struggles against the blitz? Because I, I think what's going to happen, the, the Steelers are going to come after him. They they saw mm-hmm. what Baltimore can do. They have very similar talent, I think, on defense that could get that job done. His three worst games were the losses to the Patriots, the Eagles, and the Ravens. And in all three of those games, as I wrote about today, those teams put the heat on them. And the Bills' offensive line didn't hold up. And Allen, of course, with the game quickened so much, didn't make good decisions, good throws. Those were the three only times that he's been under 50% completion. Only three games, he was less than 160 yards passing. So this is a trend, and you know Mike Tomlin has picked up on this. They're going to bring it on Sunday night.
1: The Ravens are, you know, the they they're a blitz defense. They lead the league in blitzes. That's what they do. They were going to do it. They they blitz almost half half the plays. More than half the plays. Yeah, 52, probably, probably 52. after well, probably after that game. I thought no, no, I, I thought it was forty eight percent. No, they were going,
0: going in fifty two percent. Okay, so so more than half they blitzed. And they also
1: had a great scheme. If we I, I remember watching it, they would bring guys up to the line. You didn't know he, Josh a lot of times didn't know if they were backing off or coming. Right. They didn't they didn't blitz like right. You know, they really, really disguised what they were doing well and they, they sent guys. And um, yeah, that line, the line, uh, the line struggle and Josh struggle. Now, a key to the blitz, and it's, you know, it's, uh, you, you got to hit a pass right away. You got to hit something right away to back them off and make them pay. Josh said as much after the game. He didn't hit any of those things. No, he didn't. And, and they, weren't the, uh, they weren't the issue we were talking about a week or two ago about how he, how he can't hit the long ball. We're not, we're not talking bombs. You got to hit any pass. Yeah. And he couldn't hit any pass. He started off, uh, I think it was 0 for 4 on third down passes, and they were punt, 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 and then it set the tone. And then they were, and then the Baltimore just keep doing it.
0: And, yeah. so, and, and well, they couldn't beat it, yeah. so they kept
1: doing it. So this team, yeah, you know, and the, and the, and the thing with this team, Sal, with the you know the, the the Steelers can get there maybe with their four or five. They don't really have to bring a lot. You're right. They don't they, need to blitz the way Baltimore did. You know, did. they got Watt, they got Dupree, they got guys that can get there as well. And then and then you got. Watt's great, really great good. cornerbacks. You got Micah Fitzpatrick, who's rediscovered his whole life it seems since he <laughs> got out of Miami. Well, so
0: he didn't exactly rediscover his life. He's well, only the second year in the league. Well, whatever. <laughs> he's much
1: happier, and he's playing. He's much happier. That's true. And he's sure. playing to his potential. And, and he has
0: been. They've said that he was the difference, though, when they brought him in. He's well, what made do you do? Yeah, and
1: you put him on John Brown now.
0: He, well, no, he's a safety. He's not. Playing oh,
1: yeah. So he's. But, but you, the whole secondary is really good. Yeah, well, so. they got Joe Hayden, so he'll be. Hayden on is, John I'd Brown
0: probably. You know, Leo, what drove me nuts last week in the Baltimore game? I didn't understand with all the pressure that Allen was under. They couldn't stop the blitz. Mm-hmm. He was constantly under siege. Why they didn't go to a quicker type passing game earlier in this game. And this, again, I've been harping on this thing for, since the moment they signed Cole Beasley, that I thought he was going to be their Allen's favorite target on these third down plays where you've got to get the first down. And all game long, he kept trying to throw the ball downfield, whether it was to John Brown or Dawson Knox. Sometimes he had Beasley going on the on the one deep route for sure, yeah. that he dropped the ball. I don't understand why Dable can't get this schemed up where when you've got third and five in a huge moment in the game, Cole Beasley, if you watch the film, I guarantee you he's going to be open immediately. Mm-hmm. Now, now, the defense might eventually close because it's going to be a quick separation, but I don't know why John Brown... In the Cleveland game, and then in this game last week, why he was the number one read on the biggest play of the game, on the fourth down play that you had to complete. Meanwhile, Cole Beasley in the Cleveland game and in the Baltimore game got open immediately and would have been available yeah. to get the first down. I don't yeah. understand why they don't. Beasley put was to Beasley. open
1: on the touchdown last week against the Ravens and and, and the two point conversion. I think right. Yeah, so exactly. So there, he, he boom, you know boom. this Just, guy can boom, do. Boom boom, and he does it. So yeah, right. A quick uh, you know quick passes as well will 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 uh, diffuse a blitz. I don't know how much the Steelers are going to blitz. Uh, I, 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 obviously, they're going to dial a lot up. But like I said, if if they can get there without doing that and then they well, can smother the
0: receivers. They've got 48 sacks. You know, So no matter yeah. how they do it, they're going they, to get They there. do it. Yeah, They will get, get there. there. So the, the Bills have and, got to be ready for it. The offensive line did not play well. I talked to a couple guys Sunday after yeah. the game. They admitted it. They knew it was coming, and they were kind of powerless to stop it. So again, I, you're right. The Steelers may not come all out. With with six or seven like the Ravens did occasionally, but the Steelers are going to be in the backfield, yeah. and Allen is going to have to have the, better answers. than and the other guy it's me. not
1: just Beasley; the other guy is Singletary. Where's the screen passes? Yeah, well, they in don't. This? They don't. You know what? I don't think they don't that, have a really great big. They don't have a. I'm trying to figure dynamic out dynamic screen game. They've thrown them, but they're, I'm trying
0: to figure out with Dable why he doesn't incorporate that more. And I I keep coming back to maybe he doesn't think his offensive line is athletic enough to get out there quick enough. To do it. I mean, Dawkins is kind of a plotter. Quentin yeah. Spain certainly is a plotter. Really, the only guys who can do it, I think, are Feliciano and Morse. Those guys, I think, could get out in space. And I think maybe he that's why he shies away from it because he knows was, he doesn't have yeah. the guys to get out there in front of the screen. Well, I think that, they that's, can. Cool. that's what I'm yeah. going. It may, it may not be true, but that's my theory on why they don't. I mean, as more lines screens.
1: go, I think the Bills are pretty athletic. Um, you know, certainly. Certainly, well, he he did try to get Singletary out in space a lot of times on that, on that uh, you know running back, quick running back screen, singled up on a, uh, uh, on a on a DB. But that's not a true screen. <laughs> that's not a screen. That's, that's not a, what we saw. For instance, when Dallas throwing screens. That's a wide receiver, you know, boom. Right. And and the pro- problem was is that some of the passes are into the ground or over Singletary's. <laughs> a lot of it comes back to Josh. Just really, you know, you talk about, you know, the Dable's not necessarily dialing up the ball to go to John Brown. It's, you know he's. You know, Josh has the ability to go
0: where he wants with. But that's it. the not, read that he always seems to go. He, he doesn't to John have. Well, Brown.
1: that's a Brown is a, is a is a safety blanket. Obviously, they've they've had a, a good a good chemistry this year. Here's the thing. With but there's got to be more. And then I tell you what, and Dawson Knox could be so much more of a valuable weapon, but he's been really unreliable. Yes. He makes he'll drop the simplest patch and, and then make the greatest catch. So yeah, That guy's
0: so he's pretty frustrating. What's fu- what what I'm seeing from John Brown Leo is that. I think he's really good at running routes and he can get himself open and Mm -hmm. if you get the ball to him. Obviously, he's going to catch it. I don't think John Brown is the kind of guy who's going to win one on one battles. He's not going to win the contested catches. And last week he was one on one with Marcus Peters. He really didn't run a great route. I watched it again. It was a kind of a deliberate route the way and by the time he had finally made his break, Peters was all over it. Peters knew exactly where he was going, and it really was an easy deflection. It was. was That that happened in our end, so we got a good look at it. That couldn't have been an easier pass defense on that play. So I think John Brown, again, he's a guy who can get open, and if you throw it to him, he'll catch it. In that situation, I would much prefer Beasley because Beasley's going to get separation, and then he's going to haul it in. Brown's, God, I was talking to him yesterday, Brown's, Brown's not that tall, is he? No, he's a short guy. He's not a and, physical guy at all.
1: And, and that's the whole point. There was no high point on, that, on the, the last play last week. There was no high point ball. He couldn't throw. I mean, Allen didn't throw it and, and have his, right. have Randy Moss go up and get it. You know, again, maybe you, why, not, why not choose someone else? Why not go a, a taller tight end or, and or said, Robert Foster?
0: or? This has, been, this has long been one of the weaknesses of the Bills. They've never had that big physical receiver. And folks, Duke Williams is not it. So stop with the Duke Williams. He is not the answer to this problem, but they have not had that guy. Duke Williams is a
1: cult figure. He he really is. These people, fans love that. I mean, they love the whole Canadian football thing.
0: (laughs) You know. he'd
1: He'd be a great story, but he was a great story for like Five seconds this season. Yeah, and and it's just not happening. There's always
0: a Duke Williams or a Brandon Riley or some little, some wide receiver that people fall in love with. They actually can't play. Moving
1: down the road, that's it remains. They the the receiver is still a need for this team. It is. It definitely is that type of receiver. Tall, winning, winning high point balls benefit Josh. Those all those corner routes. You know, you have got to have the right. uh, athlete to kept, this team to run those kinds of plays.
0: This team can't throw a fade. This, yeah. It's not possible. Yeah. They have nobody that can go catch a fade, which is okay because I hate that play. You hate so that play. I'm actually glad they don't have that guy because <laughs> they probably throw it five times a game. All right, so let's wrap this up, Leo. Um, what do you think the Bills on offense have to do against this team? What do you think is going to be the key to them winning this game?
1: Run the ball. I don't want to see, you know, no offense to the Frank Gore fans out there. I don't want to see Frank Gore. <laughs> Plow plow himself into this big line and just waste plays. Um, You got to run Singletary a lot. You got to get Singletary into space. You got to use. Singletary is a really key player here. I agree. You mentioned Beasley. They got to find him on that quick separation plays. Chunk, you know, just dink it down the field if you have to because, and and possess this ball, control the tempo. And that's the, the, the whole key of this thing is the Bills' offense. It is. It's the Bills' offense. If. If somehow, I mean, and, and Buffalo's D is as, as, as good as it is, and it is good. I mean, it is probably going to give up 10 points, 13 points. <laughs> I mean, it's so silly. And if the Bills offense can't score, you know, more than yeah, 13, so, or, you know, get up into that range. I mean, I'm looking at, I'm looking at that really, really a 17, 14 thing. Exactly. It's, maybe that, that might be really Here, pushing it.
0: Here's something that I would like to see. I don't think it's going to happen, but I would have Frank Gore inactive this week. And I would play TJ Elden. I don't really understand. I mean, I get yeah. Gore's a Hall of Famer, and it would you know probably be a blow to his ego to have him inactive in a big game like this. They love him as a leader, a culture guy and all that. The guy's shot. He can't play. He had a nice little run early in the year. Singletary was hurt, and he did yeah. provide the Bills with some punch there, which was nice. He hasn't got it anymore. It's done. TJ Elvin, we just talked about this, how yeah. they need something quick and short in the passing game. This was why they signed T.J. to in the first he was, place.
1: he was the screen guy. This is
0: all yeah. he did at Jacksonville. He wasn't a ball carrier. He was a pass catcher on third down. They haven't used him all year in that role. He's been inactive for probably eight straight games. If I'm the Bills, I, I would take a look, and I know they're not going to do it. I'm just, I'm barking at the moon here. <laughs> Wouldn't that be They're great not going to make a Gore inactive. I would play TJ Eldon. Great
1: idea, Sal. And get him, if, uh, and, and, the, and, the, and the Steelers have no tape on this guy. He hasn't played. <laughs> exactly.
0: See if they could get him involved in a short passing game and move the sticks that way. It would be something different. Again, the Steelers haven't seen it. Maybe somebody else is it. Maybe you have Gore active to protect his ego and deactivate Dean Marlowe or some other special team schlub that you really don't need. But this is a move that I think they should make because I think they've kind of wasted T.J. Yeldon all year. Might be the right time to do it. I
1: thought you were going to say uh, you want to see a lot of Duke Williams.
0: Yeah, let me bring, let's bring in Duke Williams <laughs> to, get, to get beat on by this Pittsburgh secondary. All right, Leo and I are going down there uh, Sunday for the bills Steelers game, 8:20 Sunday night football. Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth. And uh, Michelle Tafoya. Yeah, big show. It's, uh, it's a big show, big stage for the Bills. I, it's funny that they flexed this game, Leo. And I, I was thinking immediately, like this is not going to be a game America is going to be too thrilled because yeah. this is going to be a rock 'em sock 'em, low scoring. I think probably boring. I think we're game. looking at
1: uh, we're looking at some field goals. Yeah, it's a couple field goals a team, and then if one team scores a touchdown,
0: yeah, that's going to be enough. Yeah. So I hope you enjoy that kind of game, America, because you're about to get it. All right, for Leo, I am Sal. We're signing off. We'll be back here next week at democratandchronicle.com. Have a great weekend.